This is A Mind Controlled Life, a podcast for a better mental state. Eliminate self-defeating behaviours and be in more control. With your host, Elaine Blidgen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a Mind Controlled Life podcast with me, your host, Elaine Blidgen. How are you doing? How's work been this week? Have you managed to control your mindset in such a way that things are getting better? Or are you still thinking, oh, I can a bit if I think about it, but it's not quite working? Well, keep listening. (laughs) Keep applying everything I say to you. And if, if you're at that point where you've got this urgent issue that needs addressing and you've tried all these various things and you've tried to implement what I've been talking to you about, contact me. I can help. Anyway, what are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about fear and why your fears keep coming back. And this is a bit of a trick question, actually, as you will soon find out. Fear is the number one reason why I got into this. Fear is the number one reason why you are listening to me today. Fear is number one reason why the self-help movement, the personal growth movement, or whatever you want to call it, and coaches, business coaches, everything we buy... Well, maybe not everything, but I'm trying to think of something that isn't based around some sort of problem solving for us. And sometimes, and then a lot of times, that is about our fears and our insecurities. And we want protection from them. We, we don't want to f- feel them. We don't want to experience them. We want to bypass them, overcome them, eliminate them. It's all fear. Apart from the nice bits, but we never talk about the nice bits on this on this podcast. And I got to the place where I was thinking, why is it that certain people, not even certain people, we all do this. Why is it that we get into a situation and for some people it's cool, it's fine, I can do this, it's fine. For others, it's like, uh, no, I need to, I need to get myself prepared and ready. And this is me. I'm in both camps now because I've gotten rid of so many of my insecurities, which will foster those fears. But I've obviously, I'm human, and so I've still got some more. Let me give you an example. I need to buy a new alarm system, mainly because I had some electricians come round and they blew my other one. But anyway, that's another story. So I'm looking online. I'm going into eBay. And I'm looking for alarms that, like the one I've got so that I can just replace the keypad and keep the box. There are none because it's a 20 plus year old alarm. So I've been looking and I'm thinking, okay, I now need to make a decision. What do I do? So I go online, I do some research, I listen to what people say, but they're not going to say anything about these old alarms. It's all about the new ones. Do I, do I buy a new one or do I buy an old one? And so I'm stuck because if I buy a new one and I didn't have to, then I'm going to feel a fool. But if I don't buy a new one and I buy an old one, 
and it's not working or it doesn't last as long, then I'm going to look a fool. Now notice that. Notice that I go straight to, I'm going to look a fool. Apart from the fact that I'm going to waste all that money, the time, energy and effort, calling somebody out, can't fix it, you need this bit, they go back, I've had to pay them anyway. So it's a bit of a mess. So I was thinking, okay, so what do I do now? Well, I'm still in the throes of making a decision on that. And then I thought about it. And why, despite all the processes that I've been doing over the years, and I am in a very good place, believe you me, why is it that I can still feel the fear? But why? Isn't it that we do all this work so that we never feel it? Well, that was my assumption, not just because of this. It's been my assumption from other things that I've done. And I realised that, no, we will always feel the fear. And that just reminds me of that book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. The issue I have with that, though, is that if I'm always going to feel fear, if you're always going to feel fearful too, then what do we do? Do we just spend our lives chasing this elusive non-fear feeling or put up with it or just there was no point to doing this in the first place well the reason why I think even though those could be true why you want to do this is because it's worse not doing it in this situation that I'm in now it's not a big deal however it would have been a big deal in the past given my mindset at the time I would have not been able to make a decision. I'd have to have found someone to help make that decision. That would then have fostered that dependency thing. And it would have limited what I would try in life. And this is why I want you to shortcut the years it's taken me to realise that. When we have these fears, it's normal. It's human. Because we think. We think. So we'll have fears and insecurities, all the same things that we're trying to get away from. However, we now can handle it better. And this is the reason why we need to do this. It's going to happen anyway, but we can handle it better. So when you're at work and something's triggered you, or you're working with a horrible manager or horrible colleagues or horrible whatever's and could think of a third one you will have the same reaction as you've had since you first started work but with one major distinction you can handle it so you're still going to feel insecure but you can handle it you're still going to feel fearful but you can handle it you're still going to get annoyed and irritated by something that someone said or did but you can handle it whereas before you were feeling fearful but you couldn't handle it You worked around that person that was irritating and annoying and you couldn't handle it. You wanted to go for something and it didn't quite work and you failed and you couldn't handle it. And now you can. And this is why we should do this work. Because it's not about eliminating all those triggers. It's about being able to handle it. So... I was thinking about this alarm system. I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to send for it today. I'm just going to send for it and see what happens next. And I can handle it. 
Do you know something? I can handle. If I've spent too much money, bought the wrong thing, I could have done it cheaper, I could have, could have, could have done it quicker, I can handle it. Not only for the fact that it's not a major thing, but because I've got this process. I've got my AR process. Sorry, my AR method. And it will take the sting out of the wrong thing that I did. Because in lieu of getting rid of all those things that make me feel bad and make you feel bad, and so that we can just never, ever feel bad, in lieu of that, let's have a process that we can do in 10 minutes that takes the sting out. So that, yes, we're going to experience that fear and that insecurity. We're going to experience that embarrassment and that shame and that guilt. Although I don't do a lot of guilt anymore. So there are some things that just go really, really, really low. And when we take this thing out of it, we can still do and we can still have. And I think that's a much more realistic way for us to be in life. Because yes, at the beginning of all of this, I did think that we do all this work to get rid of those negative feelings and somehow we would be immune to it. But we're not. We're human and we think. And if we are to grow and develop in our life and in our career, then we're going to come up against people. We're going to come up against situations. We're going to come up against red tape and bureaucracy, political stuff at work, not politics in as much, but you know, like the gossipy ones and the people who are doing strategic things and whatever. We're going to come up against all of that. And the only thing that we really need is a way to handle it. And I never got that before. I do this podcast to help you shortcut the years it's taken me to get to this place. Because without somebody guiding me, well, I went on my trainings and I had to piece together lots of different things in order to get it to work for me by myself on my own. Do you know what I mean? And it's which is different from you coming to see me and just having coaching or coming to see me and me training you in how to do it for yourself. Two different things. But in both cases, you will shortcut your journey. And that's a good thing, because if it wasn't for the trainings that I had been on, that cost me lots of money, like thousands of pounds worth, and lots of time, obviously, but I couldn't be here, and I couldn't be enjoying my everyday life. And so little tiny things that come up now, like buying this new alarm system, or going to buy a second-hand one, and I need to make this decision, and it triggers me. And I think, okay, that trigger is now always going to be, no, no, not always, I can't say always, but in this instance, that trigger is there. What do I want to do about that? Do I want to go back down that other route where I'm coming from a place of fear, and so my decision about what I do next is filtered through that, or do I want to filter it through and come from a place of empowerment? And it's okay if I make a wrong decision. I won't like it. I'll get annoyed if I do. And it's okay. And I think realistically, I can handle that because I've got something to help me, haven't I? And when I think about all the different 
things that I can now do that I couldn't do before. This isn't just about always chasing my tail. I'm growing, I'm developing, and I'm learning as I go along. And if you are now vested in helping yourself too, then you should be growing. You should be developing. You should be feeling better. And some things that used to really upset you or used to derail you now don't, or at least they don't to the same extent. And that's the indicator that what you're doing is working. So this was about trying to understand fear and why those same fears keep coming back. This is a trick thing because I <laughs> there's an indicator which is saying that you're still in fear. There are ways of seeing when you are actually in fear and these are the biggie ones. So you know that you're in fear if you're in panic. You know that you're in fear because you're in dread or unease or anxiety or you worry or you get agitated or you get nervous or you're in doubt. So you know that. They're, they're quite big and you know that. I'm obviously feeling insecure or fearful at some level. But then there's one indicator that is a low level grade indicator that is showing you that you actually are in fear. It just doesn't feel like you are. And this is psyching yourself up. Now, I know you're going to think, eh, psyching myself up? Think about it. You are going for an interview or you're having your appraisal or you're going to ask someone to do you a favour, you're going to ask for a raise, whatever it is. But you, before you do that, you're sitting there and you're thinking, right, okay, I can do this. This is okay. This is okay. I'll just make sure of this and just make sure of that. Like today with me, I'm thinking about, right, send for that. It's okay. And I give myself that pep talk and you're giving yourself that pep talk. What do you think that is telling you? That's telling you that you're in fear. It's a low level fear. So you're not going to go into a panic attack just because you've got to make that kind of a decision. But what you're already doing is you're coming from a place of fear and you're trying to make this decision. You're trying to get yourself to take the action and you won't take it unless you give yourself that pep talk. If you had the beliefs already that you needed that would make you feel calm and assured and then it was okay to walk into that situation and do whatever it is you're going to do. You wouldn't need to psych yourself up. You wouldn't need to give yourself that pep talk. You wouldn't be in fear. Yeah? And this is the thing. So you then think, oh, okay, psych myself up. And obviously when it gets to a bit more extreme, people can take a drink before they need to go and do something. People can go and relieve the tension by having a smoke or whatever it is that people do. All of that is just trying to relieve the tension of what you're feeling about this situation. And But most of us, we just go, right, okay, we can do this, we can do this. And then we get our cheerleading squad, you know, you talk to your mom or your dad or your brother or your husband or your best friend or your colleague, and they say, yeah, you can do it, you, you, you know, you're fine, you can really do this. And we think, okay, 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 so we go and do it. Once that event is over, how do you then feel? You then think, oh, thank goodness that's over. So let me ask you this. Has the fear gone? 
No, it hasn't, has it? In order to have done the pep talk, in order to have felt that level of relief, you think that just overcoming that initial nervousness, excitement, unease, worry, fear, would now have gone. It doesn't go. It never went. All we did was use our willpower and our internal voice and all the the belief of other people to get us moving and taking that action. But the actual fear itself, the belief that fuels that fear, has not gone. And this was a shock when I first realised it too. It's not gone anywhere. So we can literally spend the same weeks, months, years, decades fighting the same fears because they never go. Think about that. That's shocking, isn't it? So that same fear that you had in seeing the managing director and you in a presentation with them, and then you psych yourself up. Other people say, yeah, you can do it. So you believe them and you go and do it. And then you feel relief. Is still there when you're going to meet another person in the same situation. So maybe another managing director or another company person that has got high status. And isn't that just like, oh my goodness, you mean I've been doing all this work over the same fears for years? Yes. When I think about before I developed my AR method and I could process myself, you know, I could coach myself. Before I was could do that, I was, the, no, uh, yeah, the fear, the fears, the insecurities were just recycled. And this was a place where recycling was not good. It was the same thing coming back. Maybe slightly different because of the situation that was in, but it was the same exact fear. And it's only now because the way this works is that it finds a specific fear and specific fears and it eliminates those in that particular context. And so that's why I'm now growing and developing and I'm doing more and I'm feeling comfortable in these situations that I never used to. And that's what I want for you and why I'm talking to you today. Because whatever it is you're doing, are you recycling the same fears? Now, I've already given you the reason why you need to do this. And this is about what you do and how you do it. So the question is, is what you're doing now helping you to filter out all the same fears and you're just growing and developing and learning as you're growing along? Are you feeling much more comfortable in situations that you never used to feel comfortable in without psyching yourself up, without having to do a process. So this is key. Not only do we need to understand that when we're feeling angst or dread or panic or unease or we're psyching ourselves up that we are actually in fear in that particular context, we then have to have a process which identifies what is it? What is triggering the fear? What, what, what thinking am I having around this? And then getting rid of it. And then we need to understand that, are we doing more? I used to be scared of the dark in as much as winter time in my car, 
when it was four o'clock and it was dark, I used to go into panic. So this was years ago. Am I now able to get in my car in the winter months and not feel anything? It's just dark. And the answer is yes. But what if when I was 20, I had that same fear, but I used my process to get me, not not this process, used a process to get me through it. But each winter I'd have to keep doing the same thing. Am I growing? Am I developing? The answer is no. We want to be growing and developing. We want to be able to do more because what's the point of doing this if we're not able to do more? We're just spinning our wheels then, aren't we? And so this is why when I gave you the question at the beginning, why do we keep having the same fears? It's because they never went away in the first place. And once we're aware that actually all this work that I'm doing is still yielding me the same results, it just seems like it's changed, we can change it. But if we're not aware, if we think actually we're doing all this work and I'm just supposed to be one of these weird people that always having to do this, well, then we know it's not true. It's the actual thing that we're doing itself that is just not that effective. And this is what, well, this is, Why I can grow and develop and learn and I'm here talking to you on the podcast. I'm doing my lives. I'm getting my clients and building my business back up again. I'm out socially. I'm talking to people in a way that I've always wanted to. I'm ignoring those people that I don't actually like, but I've always felt compelled to talk to them. So many differences, so many changes. And is that the same for you? I hope it is. If not, what I would like you to do is contact me. You can go on Facebook and you'll find me there. Or you can go on, go to my site, elainebligeon.com and you can contact me there. And let's talk. Because if you want your work life, your career, and obviously your general life, because we are wherever we are, to be better than it is now, to be much more comfortable for you, to be you, but the better you, that the you that takes risks, the you that enjoys people's company, the you that can do the things that you can't now do without feeling angst. If you want that to be you, then call me. Let's talk. Let me see if I can help you. You see, you can live a mind-controlled life. All you need is a lot of awareness and a way to do that and this is the way to do that and I'll speak to you soon